Welcome to the Southside Community Church podcast with Pastor Mark Kahn. We are located at 1815 South Peace Street in Elwood, Indiana. Visit us on Facebook. The link will be in the description below. Have a great day. First John, First John chapter one, and it depends on where we go in this message. I got another passage of scripture I'd like to read, but we'll see how it goes here. <clears throat> First John chapter one, <clears throat> and it said here, that which was from the beginning, which we have heard which we have seen with our own eyes, which we have looked upon, and our hands have handled of the word of life. For the life was manifested, and we have seen it. And bear witness and show unto you that eternal life, which was with the Father, and was manifested unto us. Amen. Praise God. That which have we have seen and heard declare unto you that ye also may have fellowship with us. And truly our fellowship is with the Father and with His Son, Jesus Christ. And these things we write unto you Listen to this, that your joy may be full. Right. Amen. And this is the message that Jesus preached. This is the message which we have heard of him and declare unto you that God is light and in him is no darkness at all. If we say, now listen, if we say we have fellowship with him, and walk in darkness, that's sin, we lie and do not the truth. But if we walk in the light as He is in the light, we have fellowship one with the other, and the blood, praise God, of Jesus Christ, His Son, cleanses us from all sin. If we say we have not sinned, we deceive ourselves. And the truth is not in us. But praise God for the ninth verse. But if we confess our sins, He is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Praise God. <laughs> not some, not half, but all unrighteousness. If we say that we have not sinned, we make Him a liar. And the truth and his word is not in us. Our dear Heavenly Father, we're so thankful, God, that we have your word before us today. Lord, it's so powerful, God. Surely it's sharper than any two-edged sword, Lord, piercing even to the bone and the marrow of God. Even the thoughts, Lord, and, and the intents of man's hearts. And we're thankful, God, for that today. We just pray for just a few minutes, God. 
as we look into these great truths, Lord, you'll help us today. Because we need the Holy Spirit's help to interpret your word today, O oh God. For without you, we surely can do nothing. Amen. Amen. Praise God. There's so much in here that I, I, I won't get it out. But I want to tell you something, my friend. In this chapter, there's two things that John hit on. And the first theme and the first uh, thing that he wanted to stress and get across was that every believer has eternal life in him. Huh? That's what he stressed about eternal life. Huh? A life that'll never die. It'll never go away. And the second thing was that your joy may be full. Amen? Amen. That this, I tell you, the Bible said that the joy of the Lord is our strength. Amen? And I want to tell you something. I'll just let God lead me in this. Huh? I'll tell you, when the, when the Christian is full of joy and full of peace, uh, that comes from God, huh? He's going to be a powerful and a strong Christian. Amen. I tell you, God give us these gifts of joy and peace. Not joy that the world gives. Not a temporary thing. Huh? That will you'll have fun and joy one day, and then the next day you wake up and it's gone. Huh? That's the world's joy. And it's empty. Yes. Huh? I'm talking about a joy huh, that only God can give the children of God. Right. Amen. The church huh, of yesteryear had the joy. Huh? They had the power of the Holy Spirit living in their lives. Huh? And the world knew they were Christians. They knew they were different. Huh? They had something going on inside. Praise God. Hallelujah. Might have got ahead of myself. I tell you what, we're going to talk about John for just a few minutes here. I tell you what John was dealing with. Huh? He was dealing with false religion. And false teachings, huh? Huh? And the Gnostics, Lord, that really didn't believe in God. They thought God was was uh, uh, not really not uh, uh, really there existed, huh? And they thought that salvation come from knowledge, huh? Instead of Jesus Christ, he was dealing with that type of people. He was dealing with false prophets and false teaching uh, that was trying to deter the truth of the gospel that was preached to John. Huh? See, that's the way the devil is. Huh? The devil is here for one reason, to destroy the works of God. Yes. Huh? And he'll do anything that he can to destroy it. He hates the child of God. He hates the church. He hates preaching with the Holy Ghost. Sit down from heaven. Because it's got power in it. And it changes lives. 
And it changes the Christian's life too. Because the Christian's life knows what the Holy Spirit is. And it guides him. And when he hears the Word of God, huh, he wants to draw closer to God. Huh? And yes. purify himself. Amen. He wants to be ready for this eternal life. Yes. When he lays this physical one down. Amen. Yes. And he was dealing with this, huh? In the church. I remember Brother Mark Eckery. I was preaching a message. And he told that he was talking about the counterfeit money that had circulated around in the, the country and in the world. And he said those guys in the government, huh? He said they studied the genuine money, the genuine dollar bill, huh? And they they studied it uh, on both sides. They knew every detail of that dollar bill. Huh? Because that was genuine. Huh? And when a counterfeit dollar come from in front of their eyes, they could spot it right away that it was fake. <laughs> I want to tell you something, my friend. Thank God for the genuine salvation that you and I had today. Amen. Huh? That was passed down to us. Yes. Think about this, brother and sisters. This has been over 2,000 years ago. Huh? Since the gospel message was preached by Jesus Christ. Right. And the disciples heard it. Huh? Amen. God, listen to this, God is light and none can have fellowship with Him who do not walk in the light. Those who walk in the light are cleansed from all unrighteousness by the blood of Christ. Amen? Amen. Sit here and listen to this. I want to give you just a little bit of information thought about this the apostle John the one that we just read his words <clears throat> the one in the inner circle with Jesus in critical times Jesus called on his closest disciples there were three of them Peter, James and John amen he was in the inner circle he had a strong personal relationship with Jesus. Five times in his gospel, he described himself as the disciple whom Jesus loved. Amen. And John was there at Jesus' transfiguration. You remember that? Huh? When there was a Moses and Elijah, and Jesus was changed and transformed, John seen it. I want to give you John's experiences with Christ. <laughs> First man. He's seen that. He witnessed that. It was before his eyes. Amen. And it said here, and in the Garden of Gethsemane, huh? He was there with Jesus. He's seen all that Jesus went through. Amen. He was there at the cross and witnessed his death. That cruel, cruel.
cross that Jesus suffered and died on, John witnessed it. Huh? And the resurrection, he witnessed that too. <laughs> Amen? First-hand experience is what I'm talking about. It's not traditions. It's not hearsay. It's right from John's experience with Christ. Amen. You see what I'm saying? Nobody had to tell him about it. He experienced it. He was there. And John and these guys and this these epistles, John's an old man at this time. And he's a leader, I think. I didn't really study it real deep, but he's really watching over the churches huh? in Asia Minor. Kind of the leader, kind of the, the you know what I mean? The bishop, basically. Huh? And then, <clears throat> on the isle, which is called Patmos, Christ, listen to this, laid his right hand on John and said, I am he that liveth and was dead. And behold, I'm alive forevermore. Hallelujah. <laughs> Praise God. Huh? Amen. And I read that scripture last night and I looked at that and I tell you, bless me, huh? Listen, John was on that island of Patmos for preaching the gospel. And it was his punishment to isolate him and send him out on that island where he would have no influence huh, on anybody that he was around. Huh? <laughs> and he, he was there, my friend, but God had a plan. I'm going to show you the revelations that's going to take place. Huh? What's going to happen in the future, John? Huh? You're going to see all of this. I want to tell you something. The heavens opened. He said he heard a voice. <laughs> Sound like uh, that was strong, mighty water. And I want to tell you, he turned and looked, and who was it? It was Christ. And John said he put his right hand upon me. You know what that means? You know what the right hand means? That means power. The right hand of God means the power of God. And he put his right hand upon me. Huh? And I tell you what. I thought about that. I said, Lord, I am so weak spiritually, huh? I tell you, God, and try to preach your word. I pray that you put your right hand upon me to preach the gospel and bring that truth to your people. Now I tell you, John had something to say here. He had something to say to these people. And the churches. He said here, that which was from the beginning, huh, which we have heard, and which we have seen with our own eyes, and looked upon in our hands and handled the word of life. Huh? Amen. 
He was telling the people, now listen, I was in the very presence of the Son of God. He said, I was there, my friend. I looked upon Jesus Christ, the Son of God. I touched Him. I hugged Him. I ate with Him. We slept with Him. Wherever He went, we were with Him. And I've got the eyewitness. And I've got the truth to tell you. That He is the divine Son of God. And He was manifested, my friend, and He is God in the flesh. The Bible says, and the Word was made flesh and dwelt among us. Praise God. You see what? You know, we as people, when we hear stories, and there's so much lies and there's so much social media garbage and trash and untruth out there, huh? That you can't believe none of it. But I tell you what, we want to hear the truth. Huh? We want to ask God's people. We really want to know what the truth is and what's going on. Yes. And I'll tell you, John had the truth. He lived the truth. He was with the truth. Because huh? Jesus said he was the way, the truth, and the life. Yes, sir. Huh? And John was in his midst, my friend. And he beheld the Son of God. Amen. Praise God. He said, and, and it was he was manifested, and we've seen it, and bear witness, and showing to you. Huh? All I'm going to do is preach and testify to you what Jesus said to me. Huh? And that eternal life is in him. Huh? Yes, sir. Eternal life. Praise God. Yes, Thank God. God I'll make every Christian rejoice. Yes, Amen. Amen. That was with the Father. Huh, was manifested unto us. And I'll tell you what that verse says. Huh? That verse is telling you and me huh, of the pre-existence of Jesus Christ. Yes, with the Father before the world begun. Yes. Amen. Praise God. Huh? And he said here, basically, the Word was made flesh and dwelt among us. Huh? And in this Jesus Christ, the Son of God, huh, is eternal life. It's not a physical life, but it's a spiritual life that will last forever. Yes, and every believer will have this hope in Him. Yes, sir. Not a hope that I hope it happens, but a dead certainty that it will happen. Yes, amen. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. And the Word was made flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld His glory. The only glory, the glory as the only of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. Let me go to 13. But as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God. To interpret sons there means children. In the Greek, I believe it's the Greek, that means children in the Greek translation. Become to become the sons of God. Even to them that believe on his name, 
which were born not of the not of blood, nor of the will of flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. Hallelujah. Huh? Praise God. You know, John, or a Jude over there said, earnest, earnestly contend to the faith which once was delivered to the saints. Amen. You know, you know, Jude was going to write about something else. I was studying that, preached on it one time. His intentions was to write about something else to the churches. But he seen what was taking place. Huh? And he said it was needful for me to write this into you. That you would earnestly contend to the faith that was once delivered to the saints. What was that faith? That Jesus Christ is a divine Son of God. He was God in the flesh. And he came into the world just like Brother Audie had death, testified this morning, huh? To take on our sins, huh? And cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Yes, sir. To make us a new creature in Christ. Right. Huh? To take away this old sinful lifestyle. Yes. Huh? And get rid of it. And come and live in the depths of a man and a woman's soul. Praise God. I'm right. Amen. He said here, that which we have seen and heard declaring to you. In other words, we're going to tell you this about it. Huh? That we also may, that you may also have fellowship with us. And truly our fellowship is with the Father and with His Son, Jesus Christ. Yes. Uh, this is where the fellowship is at. Now, I want to read this real quick before I pass this up. This is what William Booth, Booth he, he prophesied this. Basically, he was the, found, uh, the founder of the uh, Salvation Army. And he said here in the 19th century, <clears throat> before, his, uh, before he died, he said, I am, of the chief, uh, I am of the opinion that the chief danger which confronts the coming century will be religion without the Holy Spirit, Christianity without Christ, forgiveness without repentance, salvation without regeneration, and politics without God, and heaven without Him. Huh? This is what he predicted. Huh? He's seen this too in his day. We see this in our day today. It's full. Huh? It's full of people who say they're Christians and they're not Christians. Yeah. Huh? They say that they have fellowship with God, but yet they walk in sin yeah. and in darkness. Huh? I want to get down to what the true Christian is and those who are not Christians. Huh? Praise God. Help us, Lord. Yes, Because there's some here, John noticed that their lives was not lining up to God's Word. 
Huh? Their lives were not matching. Huh? What John was taught and preached to him. They were not living according to the gospel of Jesus Christ. Huh? They branched off and made their own gospel. And I want to tell you something. That is everywhere today huh, in the world. In this nation huh, today. They're preaching another gospel. If the Lord will help me, I'm gonna, I was going to try to do it, but I can't do it. I ain't got enough time. I'm going to go in. I'm going to preach on John, 1 John chapter 3 and get in there. What I'm telling you is this morning, huh, there's people that say they have it and they don't. Huh? The Bible said you'll know them by their fruits. That's what Jesus said. You'll know them how they live their lifestyle. If, you, if you're a child of God and you're walking with God and the Holy Spirit is guiding and directing your lives, your thoughts, huh? you'll know when someone is not following after God. And yet say they are. And say they're Christians. But they can't have darkness and light in their same soul. It ain't going to happen. Huh? It are truly our fellowship, huh? our lives, huh? how we conduct our affairs, huh? our faith, huh? everything about us, huh? John was saying, is truly our fellowship is with the Father and with the Son, Jesus Christ. Amen? Amen. Praise God. Fellowship. Huh? Praise the Lord. Amen? That's companionship. I thought I had a note on that, but I might not have. <laughs> the definition of that. Fellowship. An association definition. An association with people of the same interests. Huh? The same, we have the same thing in common. Right. Huh? That's why we're here this morning. Huh? Because Christ has changed our lives. Huh? And we come together in fellowship. And I want to tell you the common thing that we have is the blood of Christ in our souls. Yes, sir. Amen. Amen. We have that common blood because what Christ has done for us. Right. Amen. Praise God. Fellowship. We talked about this. And these things we write to you that your joy may be full. I want to tell you something. I said this before and I've preached it before. And I know it to be a fact. My dad was a, just a downright sinner. Uh, out and out sinner. Me and mom was talking about this the other day. Huh? He was lost. God started dealing with his heart. Huh? Long for a while. And uh, anyways. Huh? When the time was right, God knows everything about everybody. Yes, sir. When the time was right, he made it down to Zion Chapel. Huh? A powerful church in Elwood at this time. With whole, a church full of holy people and righteous people that John's talking about right here. 
He walked in there. This is his words he said. He told us, uh, me and mom and, and the whole family. He said, I walked into the church and I sat down in the back of the pew. Uh, and he said, I heard him sing. He said, I heard them songs. They sung. He said, I never heard any songs like them before. Didn't know what they was. He said, I heard him sing. Uh, he said, there was basically a melody there that, that was... And he's never heard before. What was it? It was God's people singing in harmony and rejoicing for what God has done. Huh? And he said, I heard him. He said, I heard him pray. Huh? He said, I heard him pray. They stood up huh? and they all prayed out loud. I don't know if you've been in churches like that growing up, but that's how it was. The whole church prayed out loud. Everybody prayed together. Huh? That's another thing that's missing in the church today. Huh? I mean, I know the Lord hears our prayers. Huh? But the church used to pray together out loud. Everybody prayed together. He said, I heard him pray. He said, it sounded like thunder <laughs> in the church. And then he said, they got up huh, and testified. Huh? what was going on in their life and what God had done for them. And I want to tell you something. It was the testimonies that got him to Christ. Huh? He said those, he told my mom, he come home and he said, those people have something huh, that I don't have and I want it. Right. It's something real. I want to tell you what it was. It was the joy of the Lord in their lives. Huh? See, because they had walked with Christ all week. huh? They'd been with Him through the battles and through the storms and through the hard times and through the good times and they had something to tell the church about when they got there on Sunday morning. Right. Huh? Yes, sir. And he said it was one right after the other, right after the other. Huh? Times a preacher had to cut it off. Because <laughs> he had never preached. They would have gone on and on and on and on. What are you talking about? I'm talking about the people of God that their joy is full. And they have strength in the Lord. Right. Amen. Amen. And an old sinner like my dad was came in. And I'm telling you, he said this. The chills ran up and down his spine. That's right. He knew that he was in a different atmosphere. Yes, huh? It was not like the world. Huh? But I want to tell you something. It didn't take him long. And he searched it out. And he found Christ. And I want to tell you, it was like a light switch that was switched on. He went from darkness to light and was changed forever. Yes. Huh? Praise God. And I'll tell you another thing. He's inherited eternal life yes, this yes, morning. Praise God. Yes. Hallelujah. That's what the gospel is. Yes, sir. And the power of the cross. Speak it, brother. Yes. Hallelujah. And you and I are heading there one of these days. Right. Amen. Because we're possessed with that hope. Hallelujah. Praise God. And this is the message that we heard of Him and declared to you that God is light 
Huh? And in him is no darkness at all. Yes, sir. Amen. Amen. Praise God for that. Let me look at here. The word light. The word, the word what light is. Okay, let me back up here. This is the message that Jesus preached to them. God is light. Every excellency of good comes from God. Wisdom, holiness, happiness. The, uh, there is no darkness, no wrong, no evil, no sinfulness in God. God is the emblem of purity, perfection, goodness, and of the divine nature. God is to human souls what light is to the world. Huh? I think John couldn't explain it any better. He said that in his gospel in chapter 1. Huh? The light came huh, into the world. Huh? Praise God. And you see what I'm trying to preach to you today? Huh? He's a holy God. A righteous God. Huh? And he demands, huh, if you're going to have fellowship with him, you better walk in light and in the righteousness of him. Yes, he loves you. huh? He'll do anything for you. He sent his son to die on the cross for your sins. Right. But I want to tell you something. He demands a righteous life. Yes. Huh? People don't believe that today. Huh? They think we can get by without it. But I want to tell you something. This is the scripture. How, how easy, huh? how more simple is this than right here? This is it. If we say we have fellowship with him and walk in darkness, we lie and do not the truth. Yes. Now look how easy that is. I tell you, the word of God is not hard to understand. Huh? If we say we have fellowship with Jesus and we walk with Jesus and we're a Christian and we're born again of the Spirit, huh? And then if we sin and walk in darkness, huh? And we can't get rid of those old habits because we never trusted in Christ like we should have huh? and His blood. If we walk in darkness, we lie. Now I want to tell you something where the liar is going. To the pits of hell. Yes, That's what the Bible says. It's not my word. Right. Huh? Right. I think about it. I tell you, I told you about this election. I already preached on it twice. It burns me up. Huh? All the lying and all the falsehood that's going on. But I want to tell you something. God's going to burn it up yes. one of these days. These people are not going to get away from their sins. Yes, sir. They're going to confess their lives to the holy God of heaven and give an account huh, for the lies they told. Yes. So if you say you know Jesus, huh, and you say you walk with Jesus, and you say you're a Christian, huh, but yet you're living a life of sin, you're a liar. And basically, that's what it's saying. Yes. How, how, how simple is that? Amen. Amen. It's just truth. 
It's just black and white. Huh? Darkness and light. That's how sad one is. But, <laughs> but, amen. But if we walk in the light as he is in the light. Woo! We have fellowship one with the other. And the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanses us from all sin. Yes. I tell you, I started preaching yesterday at the house huh, and running around because I got blessed over this verse. Thank God this morning that the blood of Christ cleanses us from all unrighteousness. Not only, listen, the work that deep, that uh, forgive us our sins, huh? And everything was thrown in the past, huh? And in the sea of forgetfulness. But yet, the sins as we journey this life, Christ is cleansing us from all them. Yes. That old carnal man, huh? The old sinful appetite and the sinful thoughts. He's cleansing us, huh? Amen. And as we walk with Him. You see, people, that's what this is all about. Walking with Jesus in this life. Amen. Being with Him. Huh? Yes. Trusting Him. Huh? I tell you, you're either walking with Him or you're not. It's that simple. Huh? I want to tell you something. we got to be strong in the Lord and in the power of His might. Yes. Don't let any false doctrines. I tell you what. They're everywhere today. Mm -hmm. I don't know, here a while back, Courtney had mentioned it and showed it to me. That great big church over there is in another nation. Huh? She sent me some videos of, the, of that church. I'm telling you, massive church. Huge, huh? He was proclaiming huh, that he was a Christian. He was the leader. He was the pastor. Money, 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 money. I heard telling how much money he had coming into that church. He controlled all the money, too. Huh? I tell you what, they never talk about the blood. Huh? They never talk about what we're preaching this morning. Huh? Because it, they don't want it. Huh? He, anyways, he was a pastor of that church. He would go to the bars huh, where the people were and associate with them. He said he was doing the Lord's work. <laughs> Doing the Lord's work. He drunk with him, with them. Huh? Justin Bieber was his one of his friends, his spiritual counselor. Huh? To Justin Bieber. Showed him there like old buds. Tattoos all over him. Huh? Now I know we don't preach about tattoos, but I'm gonna tell you something. The Bible says we're not to degrade our bodies. The heathens are the ones that tattoos their bodies. Huh? But anyway, yeah. your sins will find you out. And here the other day, he had an affair with some other woman. One, this, is, this is the one we know about. <laughs> the one he got caught on. He never had Christ. He never had God in his life. Huh? Listen, we can sin and fall away. I've done it. I backslid, went through the divorce, backslid, and got away from God. That's possible. I know that can happen. Huh? 
But I'll tell you what. This down and out sinning and saying we have fellowship with God is a lie. And I'm glad this morning, I'm going to quit. I know it's getting late. I'm glad this morning it said here, and the blood of Jesus Christ cleanses us from all sins. Amen. Not just some, but all. Yes. And here's another thing too. Huh? If we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. I want to tell you the first step to salvation. Huh? The first step to salvation is realizing you're a sinner. Yeah, that's right. If you can't realize you're a sinner, there's no hope for you. Right. That's what this verse is talking about. Huh? If we say we're not sinners, huh, then forget it. Yeah. You're cut off from the glories of God. We realized we were sinners. That's why we came yes, to Christ. That's it. Amen. We knew we was lost and going to hell. Right. Amen. But if we confess our sins, He is faithful and just to forgive us our sins. And listen, here it is again. I love it. And cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Right. Every yeah. bit of this carnal man and this sinful man can be cleansed by the blood of Christ. Yes, sir. Amen. Praise Hallelujah. God. Hallelujah. Ain't you thankful for that? Yes. Praise God forever. Huh? I want to tell you something. Man has cut this thing off and made salvation cheap. But I want to tell you, it's real and powerful. Huh? And sharper than any two-edged sword. Yes, it is. We're in this for the cleansing and the purifying of Christ's blood. Right. Amen. Amen. I want to tell you something. Huh? He's spitting you and I for heaven. Yeah. He's getting us ready. Amen. Because he's coming again. Uh, I'll come again and receive you unto myself. Yes, sir. That where I am, there ye may be also. Praise God. Praise God. If we say we have not sinned, we make him a liar. And the truth and his word is not in us. Huh? What did the Bible say? It said, all have fallen, all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Right. Amen. That's another way. In other words, many that were sinners. Amen. In need of salvation of God. Hallelujah. This morning. I think we're going to have to iron, nail that thing down, you know. Or glue it. Oh, praise God. I want to go on. I think, I think I'm out of gas. <laughs> There's a lot in here. Yes. There's a lot in here, man. Huh? I'm so thankful for His Word, ain't you? Yes. I tell you, I read it, and, and the Holy Spirit, you know, just comes and just comes and, 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 and interprets it, shows me what it means. Huh? I've read the scriptures, that scripture many times, you know, and, and got touched. Huh? This time it blessed me and stirred my heart. Amen. Yeah. I want to tell you something. I'm so thankful that you and I got the truth passed down to us. Yes. Huh? Huh? James said, try the spirits 
and see if they're of God. Huh? Try them and see where they're coming from. Huh? He was talking to the Christian. That's who he was talking to. Because see, they had the Holy Spirit in their hearts. They knew what truth was. Huh? But if they heard any other doctrine or seen any other ways, he said, try those spirits and see if they're of God. I'm so thankful. Huh? And I know you are too. Yes, sir. For the men and the women that stood up for God right. and believed the Holy Scriptures and walked in the light that this Bible's talking about and passed it down to you and I. Huh? That we also can have fellowship with God the Father and His Son Jesus Christ huh? and each other. Right. You can't put a price on this, church. No. This is priceless. Right. Amen. Huh? The world has no idea what we're talking and preaching about this morning because it knows not Him. Huh? I pray that they'll come to Christ. We give out invitations. I appreciate Don so much. He's been helping us. Every, every food pantry. Huh? We go out there. He's helping us carry all that stuff out. Huh? I told him I appreciate him so much. And every time we carry out food and put it in them cars, that's a witness. Right. <laughs> that's a witness. Huh? It's not us huh? that's bringing you the food and sitting it in your car. But it's Christ in us. Yes. Doing that. Right. Huh? Our Lord we give them invitations. We invited them to come down to the little church. I pray that they'll come. Huh? I, if we had more, we had more new people yesterday than we had people that had already came. I'm sure if we look at the records, that's the way it was. We had a ton of new people. I invited them to church. Find them here to come and visit and be with us. One of them or two of them, I can't remember. I said, Christ is the best thing that ever happened to you. The best thing that ever happened to you in your life. You see these people, they're having it hard. And there's people, like Don said, down somewhere in city in Texas, 20% unemployment. 20% of that city is in unemployment. He said they're lining up. Wherever they was lining up to get food. Huh? Because, you see, the world, nothing is certainty in this life. This life, the Bible says, this world is nothing but sinking sand. Huh? Right. And there's no footing to stand on. Huh? And there's people that's suffering. I never even thought about it too much. Heard by a Brooks pastor preach it last week. He was talking about people suffering. And I know they are. <clears throat> and they've, the suicides are up. How the drug use is up. The alcoholism's up. All this stuff, substance abuse is up. All this stuff is up because people are going through something here in this nation. They're losing their jobs. They're losing their homes. They're having to stay home, believe it or not. And I know this sounds stupid, but it's true. They're staying home with their families. They can't even get along with their families. 
they just fight and bicker. Huh? Because, listen, they're never around each other. But then when they're locked down and locked in, they can't get along. That's not the design of the family that God designed. Huh? But they need, they need Christ. They need to be saved. Huh? They need to have fellowship. Is God going to take away all of our problems? Never. Huh? Never. We're going to have trouble. We're going to have problems. We're going to have trials. Huh? And we got sickness. We already know that. Huh? But we got God. Yes, right. We got God. One that said He'd never leave us nor forsake us. Yes, he would be with us to the end. Right. Amen. Amen. And I think, and I'm done. I want to just say this just popped in my head. Lazarus was a man of God, but he was sickly huh? and could not work. And he laid full of sores at the rich man's gate. He had nothing in this life. Right. You hear me? He had no, nothing of this world's good. But I want to tell you something. When he died huh, at the beggar's gate, I believe that's where he died. I don't know. Let's say he did. Huh? What happened to him? He was carried huh, up into Abraham's bosom. Right. He was carried up into the heavenly kingdom. Why is that? Because he had eternal life that we preached on this morning. Yes, sir. The rich man had it all. <laughs> he had all the money. He had all the food. He had all, all the pleasures of life daily. <laughs> the scripture said huh, that he fared sumptuously every day. But when he died, huh, Jesus said he lifted up his eyes in hell, being in torment. Yes. At the end of this road, that's what's going to happen. It's going to be one way or the other. So we see there was a child of God that suffered that never had anything. Huh? Couldn't work, couldn't do anything. And he laid at this rich man's gate hoping to be fed with the crumbs. Huh? Because the rich man had plenty of crumbs because he had plenty of food. Huh? They carried him there. His friends carried him there and laid him down. God. But when it was all over, amen, he went to the same place my dad is this morning. Right. <laughs> Beyond a shadow of a doubt. I'm glad this morning huh, that we can know this. Right. I'm so glad. Huh, this is just not a belief or a religion. But it's a no-so salvation yes, right. that God has given us and instilled inside of us. Regardless of the outcome of our lives, we're headed for eternal life. Yes, sir. Amen. Praise God forever.